Welcome to Improvisations on Growth with Medu Einstiedler, Business and Life Coach. My name is Adina Arhiri, Medu's discussion companion, and this time, very pleased to introduce a special edition of our podcast, a rich episode that we're so excited about, one that we hope it will remain with you for a long time and hopefully change your life for the better. Joining our conversation is Karima Kudui, co-founder and executive president of Temkin Community Foundation for Human Development. Temkin meaning empowerment, potential, or possibility. The three of us embark on an incredible journey, improvising on the possibility and meaning of co-creating in the 21st century. We are all co-creators of a process, but leadership is a concept that pulls us back into a narrow relationship, or at least the leadership that we have been taught or which most of us experience in the workplace. So what else can be out there? How about enjoying the process and acknowledging everyone as co-creators? How about developing human relations, growing? I invite you to listen and explore co-creation. Hello, Madhu. So, so nice to see you today. And um, also, uh, for the first time in our Improvisations on Growth podcast series, we have um, uh, an amazing guest. Her name is uh, Karima. So, hi, Karima. Hi, Adina. So nice to be here with you. Thank you so much for, uh, for joining us. And uh, as um, always, I will jump in with uh, simple questions that I know I know Madhu uh, enjoys. And um, uh, what uh, I was thinking, I um, obviously I'm, I'm a lot on LinkedIn and uh, there, there is a lot of talk of, uh, of leadership. And um, this question is, um, is for you, Karima. Uh, do you think today, do you think there is a need of change in our perception of leadership? And maybe explain where, why do you feel there's a need for change? Mm. The, what comes with leadership is uh, if you have a leader, you have someone that follows, there is an expectation of someone following. And I think we can transcend that. That is limiting us, the, the, the very word leadership. Um, so today I think is very much used as a word um, in a way that is not what we really want to mean. So we're talking about engagement, we're talking about everyone is a leader and at the same time, we wanna promote, we wanna uh, grow one's leadership. And very, very often it's about um, looking what I'm lacking and bringing in what I do not have in order to become that leadership, rather than understanding that um, what are the conditions that allows for what I have to grow, to be expressed. Um, But it's there, very much so. Would you change the actual word, the leadership? I think the leadership as a word will dissolve. What would you use instead? Having words to define us in our relationship keeps us in this duality. I'm the leader, you're the follower. Uh, I'm the teacher, you're the student. Um, I'm the coach, you're the coachee. The reality is that all is co-creation. So maybe it's understand that we are co-creators 
uh, of our realities. We are co-creators of this world and we are co-creators on the base of a shared essence. Um, when, um, and it becomes more simple. That does not mean that there is not different roles, different responsibilities, different experiences, different competencies, but we are all co-creators of a process. So um, leadership is one of those words that really uh, pulls us back. I mean, it, it assumes that someone knows more than the other and that this knowledge is more valuable than what the others are bringing to the table. So, so it also distributes value and rights. And, and we definitely see that in salaries and, and, and the proverbial uh, big corner office. And one of the things that strikes me is like when I have clients, coaches, <laughs> coming, <laughs> coming in. <laughs> um, and they say, well, I have a team and, and one person is so difficult. And then I ask them, okay, so what are you doing so that the person behaves in a way that they behave? And then they're like totally amazed about the question because they're like, no, I'm, I'm doing everything right. And I'm like, well, I think there is a, I think most or a lot of times we are not conscious unaware about the co-creation and, and we are like blame is still a, a loved concept and, and we are so easily distributing blame. Let, let's talk about this a little because uh, would you say that most times that comes from a place of really not knowing so the, the person is, uh, Karima made the, the analogy of the student teacher, where in, in, in my opinion, that, um, that it fits a little in the sense of the, the teacher the, should know more than the student to pass on the knowledge, right? But I don't see necessarily the same as in the analogy of leader follower, because we're speaking all adults. That's, you, and you can correct me here. So the person who says, I'm not doing anything wrong, for me, it means that there is no awareness. And this is, takes me to my uh, following question. If there is no awareness, can this new leadership that we're all thinking of can be taught or can be, uh, can be revealed to people? And what is it that we would start with? Because it seems like we're just going on in the same model. We, we see the same model out there. Mm. Yes, and it's funny how we kind of tend to add objectives. You know, the more adjectives to the word leadership. To kind of say, okay, I'm talking about leadership, but not quite the leadership that is classically understood. And we add all this kind of, including today, we talk about ecosystem leaders, system leader, which is really... Um, it can be quite puzzling if you just stop a moment to think about it. I think there's a word fear that comes to me. And it has to do in a, um, with that relationship we had between the teacher-student. The one who knows and the one who doesn't. 
and the one who knows more gets better grades and the ones who doesn't know um, who doesn't know how we expect them to know gets bad grades and, and so we are already classified um, according to what we know and we don't know without really giving the, the space and the environment to be able to express uh, our, our full potential. So the, all this comes from quite, uh, quite, quite far in, in, the, in the growth process of the human being and the development process of the human being. Uh, our relationship to learning is not a smooth relationship or very often is not a very smooth. There is fear there. There's that fear of not, not knowing. And then to look for that person who well, will be able to take the responsibility because he's a leader. After all, I'm there to follow. But um, we can learn together. To And that starts at school in the relationship of the teacher and the student. Uh, to understand that what happens in a classroom is co-created. That, um, that uh, learning is a process that we are actually learning together um, and learning from each other. And, and we can create new knowledge. This is what we really need in this century. We don't need to be, uh, to be the, this is the researcher's nightmare, right? To be the worm. You swallow, <laughs> you swallow the, the, the earth and to, to, to release the earth. And, and nothing, nothing new comes from, from that. We are, we are made to create. This is part of our nature. Um, so from the student to teacher, we go to follower to leader. And it's a better continuation. Of, of the same pro the same process, I like to try something out, like to to introduce and 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 Karima and I we were talking about this uh, before uh, briefly before, is um, if I introduce the just for the sake of it the um, like the duality of a complicated thinking and a complex thinking. It's it's Kahneman who who, who came up with these terms. And I think learning, we have framed as I learn facts, things that I can understand, it's rational, it's, and, and I would like our, like the teacher and student image, I would put into like the common understanding of this, I would put into the framework of um, complicated thinking. So he knows more in the sense of, um, He knows the field, he knows the facts, he knows the methods, the numbers, whatever. Um, so he's a walking Wikipedia. And this is maybe where, where we kind of forgot that these are just things that we can acquire. Almost like, okay, I, I can have a car and a, and a house and a table and I can know the facts. And then in the... Um, In the complex world, that's where it's the relationship. So there is mm -hmm. where in the interaction, we are, we are equal because we don't know. I, we don't know what's going to happen in our process. Like when, when I really listen to you and see you and perceive you, this, this is where the co-creation happens. Either we have never discovered it or forgot it again, and now we're discovering this this importance again. And I think that 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 we have kind of 
shorten the definition of learning so that it fits into the, the, the complicated world. And also the leader knows more, but, but only in the sense of facts and ideas and methods that he might have learned. But often in a sense of relationship, there's both don't know the leader not and the follower not both are like new to the process. I, I, I can totally make sense out of it. And I think for me and you, you are both specialists. Okay. And I'm the outsider, so to speak. And I feel like in a way I'm representing the common leader out there, which is why I'm, I'm always thinking as the uh, traditional leader and, or the traditional professional. And this is why when, when Modu was talking, my thoughts were, okay, we are not taught that. So me as a student from high school, from college, whatever, going into the professional world, I have a manager and it's exactly how Karima is saying, I want to do well. I, I still feel like in school. It's funny because I had a friend, she had an interview and she was telling her and she was telling me, she's like, I feel like I have an exam. I'm preparing for an exam because I want to impress the person who's going to hire me. So what I'm trying to get at is that this girl, for example, and I wasn't taught about all like any of this, about the being the co-creator, about the possibility that even the person who interviews me and maybe 20 years older or even more, maybe does not know more than I do, at least in a certain field. I'm not. And again, how do we even measure that? I think we base these dichotomies on the assumption that the other person, like Madhu was saying too, and Karima, that, that knows more. And in reality, how do we even measure that? And I'm not. I'm not sure if we are um, by looking at it just in terms of knowing more. Um, we are not kind of um, hiding the whole dimension of the experience. And, and then when you add um, the experience. Um, the and we consider experience as as um, the field from which a body of knowledge can grow if we create that that those conditions of self reflection of uh, sharing that self reflection of um, um, learning to hear the dissonances of um, um, all, all these abilities that we can acquire in order to to really, from that experience, actually grow uh, beyond the knowledge, beyond the knowing uh, and the learning, to get to an understanding of things. And, and, and I love this, this um, as you were talking, I was thinking of this parable of Ibn Arabi, of the elephant, that I think almost everyone knows, the, the, these, um, these men who never saw an elephant, and they were asked to, to feel the elephant, and they could not see. And so each one talked about the elephant according to what they experienced from um, meeting that elephant. So the one who felt the ear thought of the elephant as being a leaf. The one who felt the trunk felt talked about the elephant as being a snake, connecting to their previous experiences. 
yet no one had the truth. And that is extremely humbling and it takes so much pressure off one's shoulders. It's like together we can grow the understanding of what an elephant is. And to be honest, the beauty of that process is we are doing it together. And at the end, it doesn't really matter the elephant. What really mattered is that we learn together to grow this understanding. And then things change there. The whole focus of attention changes. How, how do we not teach that? <laughs> yes. 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 I love that, Madhu. <laughs> Yes. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> that, that, you know, I had this, this um, manager in this um, multinational corporate and, and they had big challenges and it was different cultures working together, a lot of projects, major investment um, and clashes between the team, uh, perceptions, uh, a lot of things that were not said. And, and as We were in this workshop, and the, I, I remember he, he was Italian and with his strong Italian accent, he turns around and he said, that's Karima, you know? Uh, um, it, if we're talking about human beings being uh, naturally altruistic and naturally giving, and why do we struggle so much in working together? And I said, but Marco, when you're at school, what did you see? And he looks at me and he says, well, I saw my teacher. And I said, and the blackboard? And I said, no, what did you see? What was in front of you? And then he says, the back of my school peer. And I said, yes, that very person that you spent hours looking at their back, suddenly they're asking you to actually co-create with. We were not taught. He says, oh, so we've been conditioned. And I said, I'm not going to answer that question. For you to reflect. <laughs> so, and, and, and these are models that are reproduced. Um, so there's nothing to blame, no one to blame, because the very people who are coming and bringing in these systems have, been, have grown into those systems. It's really hard to actually come up with conceptual displacements. It's not even, it's like to move the concepts from one place to another, because that entails reflecting and going back to our whole sense of self as a human being, to what, where is my value? The other day, we were fantastic workshop in Africa's Voices Dialogues, and a student said, I am not a walking grade. I am a human being. I have a character and a personality. I have passions, and I'm motivated. I don't want to be seen as a walking grade. And I thought that just there, he said it all. So if we transfer this to the to the professional in the corporate environment, I am not a walking review because everything is based on that <laughs> on that review that your manager does, right? Your race, your performance. We, what would we even have instead of these reviews? How would we evaluate each other? Mm, we'd have trust. Oh, but that's a tough discussion in this world. <laughs> yes. yes. 
And Madhu and I, we talk a lot, we touch a lot on that. Like you were saying about your, your friend, I think for a little while there, you made a mention about him thinking of the world being like this and like that. And um, again, we, we try to go to the roots of where this is happening. And I think our, our last podcast, Madhu, it was, we talked a lot about survival, right? The in, instinct of survival and where is this all coming from? So if, if you were at Karima to see any challenges in implementing all this, where do you see those main challenges? Where do you think they lie? Hmm. I, I go back. Uh, it takes a lot of courage to trust. That is the main challenge, is to have the courage, is to let go. That does not mean that everything goes loose and wild and crazy. Not at all. But that means that we create the relationships based on trust and human potential. Um, we create those relationships that allows us to co-create. And, and that co-creation will be an expression of our creativity. And to trust that. But how do we stand out? People want to stand out. If we're all co-creators, how am I going to be noticed? Yes, well, that, that is such a good question. Why do you want to stand out? Why, why, don't, why well, the need? I'm different. Why the I'm different. Yes. I have different gifts. I want people mm -hmm. to see me. I want to be popular, Karima. I want to be on TV and show off my yes. clothes. And I, yes. want, I want followers on Instagram. So yes. why is that wrong? No, nothing is wrong. But as long as you know, you understand where it comes from. Now, if I'm, if why I do I need to value, understand that? If I know my value, if my value is not something that is extrinsic, given to me, if my value um, is, is mine, no one can give it to me, no one can take it away from me. Everything changes. Well, what and I, I no longer have that craving to stand out. And obviously, I stand out, that means I compare myself. I compare myself, that means if I'm really afraid, I'm not afraid of stepping on someone to be able to outstand because I do not trust at the end myself to be good enough. And if you go even deeper in that process, you'll find something that talks about love. What if I can stand out without stepping on someone? Yes. What if that makes me happy? Because what if that makes me happy? I, I just want to be popular and I want to stand out and that's what makes me happy. How do we argue with that? We were talking in, in, in earlier podcasts, we were talking a lot about objectification and that we are so used to objectify ourselves. So that when I look in the mirror that I don't see a human being, but I see like an object that needs to be enhanced and that I see. And, and this is what we learn. I think this is what we learn in school. We learn that we, we learn that that's wrong and that's a fault and that you did this wrong and you, you have to improve here. So most of us, I would say, grow up in an environment where we learn that we are not good enough. Mm -hmm. So this um, unconditional love is not our experience. The experience is the love is conditioned and I need to please, I need to be more quiet, I need to be more expressive, What, what I learned is, um, 
well, what I definitely have learned, and I think that this is a, a, a shared human experience, or at least for a lot of people, that the way they are is just not the right way. And, and, and this is, and I, I think this is where we learn to treat ourselves as objects. And, and as I can improve a car or a table or whatever, I think I can improve myself. And, and this is where I, this is then where we, we need to evaluate because so, so, so this is the, the, the whole other world, the, the, the world of objects that, that, that I can, I don't know, put, put in a certain place, put in a certain order and, um, and, and we say, I'm, I'm not driving by, well, sorry to name it here, but what really highly irritates me is the, the commercial from, from McDonald's. It's like, you love it. You love the coffee and the coffee loves you back. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> Seriously, coffee loves me back. <laughs> and, and, and this is where we, I think where we have kind of mixed it up. We, we, we talk about ourselves as objects and, 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 and we, and we have never, experienced that we are being loved the way we are that we can scream and cry and have our pants full of shit and still being loved you know mm-hmm. and we have not experienced that and 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 i think that this is but this is really the only way to 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 go deeper and deeper and deeper and then eventually look in the mirror and, and see our aging face and, um, and the body that sort of falls apart and, and then truly be able not to see the object, but the, 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 the humanness and, and, and life expressing itself. And I have no idea what managers make of this when they listen to us now. When I go back to, to one of the workshops we had, um, it was so beautiful. We only needed to ask a question. They had so many challenges in that in one of the companies. But we only add, had to add the question, what will make it easier for you? What do you need? And for them to talk, and, then, and I always made sure that I do not know who's the manager and who's not the manager in the group. So they all come and we do not know the different positions and just to have this conversation. And, and, um, and then when people say, well, this is what I need. And then is that, what do you mean by that? What do you mean when you talk about respect? How does it look like? How does it sound like to you to talk about respect? And then that you can start seeing people being puzzled, looking at each other, discover they've been working together for years and years and years, yet they never ask the question, what do you need? How can we make it easier for you? Because if we make it easier for each other, then we feel the care. And then if we feel the care, well, that care grows into love and the love comes back into care. Um, so it's in us. It's not something that is foreign to us. 
we have that has been taken out or at least it was an illusion that is not there that is still there and it takes so little so so little to bring that out i mean this is from our experience for like over 10 years now um uh, that that we have seen that happening in all sorts of different contexts yeah i think just just by going into a situation and not judging the other and just by being in a situation and listening is a, a lot of times it's just having a huge impact because most of the time people are not used to being listened to and are not used to being not judged mm. and um And I, and, and, and I do experience that in, in, I still call them the coaching sessions, but so <laughs> the, the, um, then I ask a question and then, then they start um, justifying and I'm like, no, it's, it's okay. I want to understand. I really try to understand why, did, why this is, is this important and what drives you and what, what makes you do because it's, it's important it's important now hmm. and, it, and it has no, there's no, 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 no label, no, 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 no judgment to anything mm -hmm. just to understand. And then, and then often just, just, just quote unquote releases so much energy and, and releases so much tightness. It's mm. like, okay, <laughs> I, I, I can say X without being, judged and degraded hmm. and playing is actually is a fantastic way to to help that to facilitate that right we, we find is creating situations where we can actually be playful interact live experience and then reflect and connect to what we actually live in the real work life um And it's extraordinary where it comes from that because already the being able to laugh at situations that we experience together there in the game and then suddenly to see that what we have experienced here, it manifests so clearly what we experience in an everyday uh, work life um, and to reflect. But then you go back to it in a very different way. Because somehow that emotion, that because we play, there is a, a, it's a really a very much an autotelic process. We, I play to play. There's no, it's not I play to earn money or I play to, um, so I play to play, to have fun, to, to enjoy. And I end up by learning. I end up by being really good as a team at that game. Um, so that really smooths this process, I find. Uh, and to being able to have these conversations where we go into right now we were fooling around in this game, but right now we can actually talk about things that we were never able to talk about before. We have a we have a word here: um, work hard, play hard. And uh, for some reason, when you were saying that, it made me think, and specifically the division between them. Because your point is to bring the playfulness in the in the working, but here it's just so divided. Like, okay, there's this is uh, 
corporate meeting, there's no playing, there's no care. We don't need to show any care. It's actually, I actually feel there's a fear to show any love in any, like at all. It's a liability. So what do you think about that? Is love a liability in the workplace and the care? Even thinking in terms of love or allowing the experience to happen just brings you as a whole. Um, it's not something yet you, part of you is going to do. And that brings vulnerability with it uh, and the fear of being rejected. And I think that we, we don't take that well. We are really, really bad at taking rejection. Uh, so we will do anything not to have that rejection, including rejecting others and other not to be rejected. I, mean, I think everyone can recognize people or themselves in this kind of description. Um, so, um, yes, and yet... And yet, it's extraordinary because when we learn to interact at a very, very human level in very highly professional context, people do talk about love. Suddenly, it, it becomes something that is, is no longer a problem. Um, and this is at least our experience. Um, and, and, it, and it's not talking about love in terms of um, a sentiment only. It becomes highly operative. Um, it becomes highly, um, it creates that soil that allows a co-creation, um, the fertility of ideas and creativity, and it allows us to be ourselves. And all the uniqueness of being oneself. And that is wonderful because suddenly around the table, you have have the uniqueness of every single person having its place being able to be expressed and and connecting in a way that something extraordinary is emerging i was fortunate enough to to experience that with with one of my clients where they they were uh, the company was on on, on the brink of uh, bankruptcy and <clears throat> they had a new new leadership team and um, the rest of the employees and team members were just really highly against the, the, the leadership team. And we met for one and a half days and we, I mean, my husband and I with the leadership team and they just had seen each other like once in person. And that was the second time that they actually met in person. And and we, we did like one and a half hours in-depth conversations with each one of them, like individually before, like shared all the information that they gave us. And we asked them if we are able to share whatever they tell us and with, with, with the group. And we opened up around where they then were able to really honestly talk about their fears and their resentments and their hurt and, 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 and why they don't trust each other and why they don't trust the new CEO. And, and every time it kind of got harsh, we interfered and we let them breathe and say, okay, t talk about you, what you feel and not like this. And you have been and you were and da, 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 da. But really how they felt. So to... to encourage them to connect with their feeling at the, at the times and, and their their thinking patterns and that was such an such a transformative experience for all of them and then at the end 
the CEO was able to share how difficult it was for him to be such a, um, to be made into such an enemy by like everybody of this, I don't know, two, 200 people in the company and how much it cost him to not show that, how much that hurt him. And that he was able to say, well, I love this company and this is why I'm here. And I really love what the company is doing. And this is why I'm here. And I'm, I'm just working my ass off to, to try to save the company. And, and I was never able to say that because I thought I need to be professional. And then in, the, in this moment where he was able to share all of all the, the pain and the hurt, you, you could really feel the energy changing. And then this changed leadership team brought that to the, to the big session. And it was just so, yeah, being able to really share all the emotions and that there, there is a room that holds it and that you don't need to do anything with the emotions that just need to be shared and listened to mm -hmm. and they need to be felt. And, and that makes the difference. That just makes a difference. And that is, for me, that is unconditional love. Mm -hmm. To be able to hold that and listen to it and feel it, that I'm able to feel the hurt and that I don't need to go into reaction and say, okay, this hurt is not allowed. But yeah, oh, wow, that's, mm -hmm. oh God, it's so big. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that, that, that just makes a difference. So what I'm hearing, would you, would you say that there was also a, a big contradiction happening for him? Because on one hand, I see the love as when it comes to the work that comes out of it and uh, what he accomplishes and the love of his business and what he put in it. And then at the same time, there's this whole resentment and what his employees think of each other or the company of him. So I see a really big gap here. Yeah, it was, there was a huge gap. They, they did not trust him. It was a huge trust. Was he aware of it? I think he tried to He was aware of it, and I think he tried to bridge the gap through reason and rationale. And that was just not the point. And in that moment where he he was able to, and, and the whole management team really was able to, to listen. And when when people then ask for facts, we were there to ask them like the deeper questions that, that Karima also mentioned. So if you want to know the numbers, uh, the financial numbers, why are those important for you? Why, why do you want to go in, in into deep? What, what do you try to, to, what is the question that you try to answer with the numbers? 
And then it was always, well, I want to make sure that I still have a job in half a year. Um, and I, 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 I'm not sure that, that you're doing the right thing, that I have a job. And I tr don't trust you that you do the right thing. And, and once he was able to show who, and, and the whole management was able to show who they were as humans, then suddenly there could be trust again. And, and the answer is just never in the facts. I think this is a great example of what uh, Karima was saying and then the objectification you touched on because these managers and the CEO and the leaders were literally objects for all the employees. They, they put on this wall and this facade and lack authenticity and transparency to the point where the employees or that's my feeling and maybe maybe because I've been through that too it's like looking at a brick wall and you just don't trust and you see the people as objects in the sense of maybe even like a machine I'm not getting any vibe from them so the moment this the shift happened that's when everything everything changed yeah and 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 the for for me the one of the most touching revelations was that the management team could not see that the others would see them as a wall because they thought they're authentic they thought they're out there they thought well i'm answering all the questions may may i say something that we actually touched on and maybe karima can take it from here too They thought, and you said it earlier, they were being professional. That's what you said. It's about playing a role, but it's a it's it's a game that's not much fun. <laughs> so we call it playing a role that we 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 don't. There's no joy in it, and and, um, and there is so much joy in life. Uh, And joy allows us to be relaxed, to be creative, to have um, um, create ease and moments of stress and pressure to learn how to do that. Uh, so um, it, it's dissociating one's role with the person and creating a, a, a very um, artificial person because of the fear again we go back to fear because also of control the need to control things not letting things out of hand um, because of and it goes back to school i need to be i need to have the good grades and i need to be recognized as the one who knows where well, it's not about that it's not about knowing it's about together creating the conditions to be able to co-create um, and um, and allow for things to grow, for things to emerge that are meaningful for all, that are innovative, that are creative, um, that allows us when we have challenges to transcend them rather to focus on the problem. It's like, let's go beyond, let's take this challenge today to go beyond um, um, what we think the problem is and, and, and discover ourselves in a different light. And it's this, this discovery and the wonder Of, of being a human being and, and learning to interact in a way that, that all that is expressed. Um, and, um, and allowing, obviously, for moments where, well, I'm, I, I don't feel joyful. 
but being able to talk about it and uh, reflect about it and share it and having someone to listen. Um, and then joy comes back. I'd, I'd like to share a moment that, that I had this morning with my husband. Um, like the, something happened and, and, and I was just in a really, really bad mood when, when I finally saw him. And I was just... What I was trying to get at, and it was really interesting for me from Karima, you, you touched on two things that have to do with play today. So on one hand, you were telling us about um, uh, being playful and, and being more like a, a child, right? Remember, Mudu, we talked about being uh, more childlike and the benefits. And then you were talking about playing a role. So I find it interesting how do you think you can do both when we are when we are playful does that mean as adults when we cannot be childlike we immediately need to play the role hmm. um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good question I, I think to answer that we need to go back to those moments where we were children um, you know those 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 moments where 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 time had no boundaries, where you could spend hours playing, um, and you almost um, you are in a state of flow. You are completely into what you're doing, um, and um, we lose that ability. Um, uh, another analogy, and I, I, I love it, I, is uh, those moments where the dancer becomes a dance. When the dancer becomes a dance, um, uh, we are so much in it, and it's actually being beyond in it, it's to be it. And that is something that as a child, we don't struggle to be in that flow. An artist can talk about it. Picasso was talking about his painting as his um, endeavor as a painter was to be able to paint like a child paints. Um, and, and there's a wonderful video on YouTube where you can actually observe him painting. And it's extraordinary. You can see that, that being in the flow of, of that painting. Um, so um, we, it is part of what we are. It is on our nature. We lose it, but we can go back to it. But that needs certain conditions. And those conditions is that relationship, that acceptance, um, and um, feeling safe with one another. And, uh, and uh, going, leaving the framework and the delusion and illusion of leadership follow. Let's co-create together. I think we also sort of obst obstructed the idea of playing, this is where playing a role then comes in. So, so we came up with the idea of what playing should mean. And then we are taking on a role and then we are pretending to be this. Mm -hmm. But fake when, it, when fake we fake it till you make it, my other favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is for, for, for me, I'm, as you might might um, might also experience right now, I'm in in, in love with this idea of the uh, complicated world, complicated point point of view, or complicated world, and then the complex systems systems really, 
So I, I could also now um, say, okay, even we have even taken the idea of play and turned it into an object, into you know, made it fit into this complicated world where it, it's um, where it follows rules. We we had friends over um, on Saturday. That that's the reason why I didn't join in uh, the uh, African Voices the dialogue. And it was really nice, and I truly love them. And we we started playing cards, and then they um, introduced a new card play uh, card game, and it was full of rules. And and, and I um, discussed it the other day with with my husband because I was like, "Wow, this is complicated. You you need to learn the rules, and then you need to follow the rules." And after we have played it like several rounds. And, and the friend of ours, he did a really good job in explaining the rules to me. But it was so difficult for me to remember all the rules and then follow them step by step. So it was like the contrary of flow because I, yeah, I, I, I could feel my internal cocks like crumbling. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and I think so this is, yeah, even... Even the, the 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 innocent, in the flow play, as you just described it, Karima, we have we have even taken that and made an object out of it, mm-hmm. and, and 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 kind of stuffed it into A B C kind of complicated world, mm-hmm. where in a complex world, it's it's just there. Yeah, and, and life is complex. So it's, it's uh, and, and life has a flow. But is it is complex? Do we want to say that life is complex as in complicated? Because I think there's a distinction there. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Karima. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm just I say it's, it, it's complicated, I think, is, is the other. That that's that's the rule based. When A, then B, then C, then D, then E, then F, and complex is like this moving. There is connections, but you cannot derive rules. You cannot derive if A happens, then you should do C, because in the moment when once you're in the moment, it sort of appears what can be done so complex is more about the building blocks it's just the foundation how it is and complicated is maybe what humans bring to it you don't have to agree the what what metal was what i understood what you were saying it's 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 in the in the complex the complexities and the, the interconnectedness and yes. into in the interdependence. Um, so you you no longer in a causality relationship. You cannot say, as, as she was saying, well, if you have A plus B, you have C. And, and there's a very beautiful quote from Rumi who says, uh, uh, you think that you know two because one and one is two, but you have to understand the and. 
and uh, and and that brings humility um, and understanding that we are part of this complexity. I mean, if you go and look at oneself, I don't think uh, we are complicated. We are complex. <laughs> beautifully complex because then there's the wonder and the joy of life that comes with that wonder um, um, so um, uh, and, and and yet there is there is a sim- an underlying simplicity uh, to things um, that brings the elegance and and the beauty and and that uh, um, underlying uh, simplicity um, when we think in a complicated way, we miss it. So I'm going back a little uh, to the idea of flow. And um, from what we chatted, it seems clear that in today's system, this flow is missing, right? I, I think the flow is there we we are just not so well equipped of seeing it and and going with it i think that because the the, the flow for me is life and life is there and it's it it is for for me it's like it's like a river and what we have done is we have put like almost like tiles on the water. And we think that those tiles are the river. And, and, and we, we, we try then to step from one tile to the other because that, that gives us some sort of control and security. And, and beneath it is, is the river. And, and we have just not learned, as, as, as we have touched upon earlier, because we, we are so, we just grew up in the systems um, we grew up in, um, we have just not learned to not see the tiles, but just jump into the river and, 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 and flow with it. When you say river i think electrons in a in a wave i think quantum physics is is complex it can be a wave or 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 not and and it can be so much that we have not yet fully understood in in a and and i'm not sure about quantum physics uh, yet i still think that what we try is we try to understand nature and life in a system of rules. We try to decode things around us when it's not really about decoding anything. It's about experiencing and, and being in the emotion. Let me think of Heraclitus when he was saying the, that the river is the same and is not the same. And the, and the person who crosses the river is, is the same and is not the same. Actually, it's very badly quoted most of the time. Um, but the idea is that that there is um, there is a transformation in the continuity, um, and that is the flow of life. And to be able to try to control that is 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 an illusion, and um, and, and and that brings uh, 
the the need for control brings a fear of losing losing the control and and um so this this compulsion to to codify as you were saying adina to to creating the parts to um as you i loved what you said earlier you said uh, there's there is a life form and then we take all the parts and we stitch them together and then we think um it seems alive but it's not alive it's, it's, it's an understanding that we create of life um creating the analogy with frankenstein um and i i um it, it's very much like that well i was going to jump to a different um aspect of our conversation because um and it, i'm trying to come full circle because i started with the the question about the the, uh, the need for change and what um how can we start on this how how can we contribute maybe just the three of us the because it's us right here today and let's start with looking inward at our own <laughs> our own little group so things need to change we've established that and we have an idea more like of of where exactly the um, the growth lies i don't even want to say the world problem or issue in the sense of where the problem is um so what can we do what do we we have to we we agree that things need to shift what can we do i have an answer i have an answer i have an answer <laughs> student me <Madhu. laughs> do you're on <laughs> you're... <laughs> We go to Morocco. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, I like that. That's a small step. I like it. <laughs> Please do come. Yes. <laughs> And more than once. Um I I I would say that maybe you know that that the questions the um, um hold the the seed and the and and the fruit of the answers. So if we talk about the the question as being a need of change um we are um already not recognizing that change is part of life and there is nothing but change yet there is no change so there is a change and the no change and it's getting our minds to that uh, to to understanding that and that goes back to the river is never the same river yet it is the same river Uh, it's like uh, um if you go back to 20 years ago uh, adina you were adina but yet today you look different and there is another adina yet the same adina and it's and it's something that we struggle in in understanding uh, so so maybe so if it's not about change what is it about so then the, the que- so when we start questioning the question then then interesting things happen So if it's changes there so what is it about that we're looking for and that we like all of us wherever we are in the world i think feeling in a more uh, in in different ways according to the different extreme contexts that we might be experiencing at the moment um uh, it, it's it's very much about i feel about understanding because the understanding brings a full experience uh and reflecting about that experience and we cannot understand without sharing that experience and co-reflecting about our experiences and then 
slowly the elephant um, takes shape. And, and as we are trying to understand, new questions arise, and then we question our questions. Um, and then we're learning in the process. And that is a very beautiful process because we suddenly realize that it's only about uh, really understand what it means to be a human being, to understand what our potential is, where does it lie? What conditions can we learn to co-create together in order to express it, knowing that it can only be a beautiful creative expression because that's what we are. Maybe we have also kind of tore apart the idea of change and then stitched it together and made something uh, complicated out of it because change seems, okay, I have a goal and then I need to change towards that goal. And, and, and that is pressure. And, and it, yeah. It's, it's, it's pressure. And then we never, or hardly uh, question what the goal should be and why we think that we are not there yet. And so, so, so there's a whole, a whole set of construct that goes around it. And, and the shift is from, well, changes is, is here and let's have fun with it. So, so there is, we, we, we don't need to go anywhere anymore. We, we, we are here and it, and it's all happening here. It's, it's, now it's happening mm -hmm. it's it's never ending happening and it's like we are there's this um this little story that i uh osho was talking about it's like this guy goes home in the night and it's dark and then he sees the woman um There is like this one street lamp and the woman is searching for something and he wants to help her. And he's like, okay, what woman, what, what are you searching for? I help you. And she's like, well, I lost my keys. And he's like, okay, he's searching and helping her searching in, in this area that she's searching in. And then eventually he's like, well, where did you lose your keys? And she was like, well, in the other street. And he's like, well, why are you searching here then? And she's like, well, because here's the light. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. <laughs> and, and, and I think we, we, we are taught to look for something that is all over the place, but we think it's just in this small little place. And it so reminds me again of quantum physics, like the wave of uh, the wave of probability, and the concept that the particle shows up only when you look for it, which is so hard to understand because technically they're all the time there, but it's by when you start to measure it, that's when you actually can identify it and observe it. And I feel why I'm so fascinated in it is because it fits so much with our life because there are no rules and speaking of this change another good example to understand this at least it does it for me is the idea of being in a quantum state so what exactly what Karima was saying earlier too like 
Um, it's a, a, the same Adina, but a different Adina and the same river, like you were saying, Madhu, it's a different river. What you were actually saying is also, it's a different quantum state. Your energy is different. At a subatomic level, your energy, what happens like the, when the, the electrons like take the leaps, <laughs> the quantum leaps, everything changes. At all, but at the, in the same fascinating way, when we are all put back together, it's still us. And that us, in my opinion, it's what comes down to the spirit, the, the life flow in us and the, the love that makes us. And it's somehow embedded with this field of energy that we go through all the time. So I don't know if that works for you. And we can take this whole thing out. <laughs> it's, um, that's what I've thought of like, oh, this is quantum state. It fits perfectly. So... Back to your question, so I think what, what we can do is have fun and play. Not, not the Frankenstein playing, but the, the life. life. Life is playing itself, and we are part of it. And when we were children, we were actually called um, playing roles. We said we called it pretending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, let's pretend. We would not call it play. You know, let's pretend. <laughs> so... <laughs> And I just wanted to make a, a small parenthesis with the elephant you were talking about, Karima. Speaking of trying each of us to identify a big part, I want to I want to say here that sometimes when you actually start seeing a little bit, you might even end up not seeing an elephant and the tool something different. Absolutely, absolutely. And this is how we keep our wonder this extraordinary feeling that we have, that we have as children, that as soon as we're born, everything is wondrous and we kind of lose that. Um, But, but, you know, the ability to keep that and nurture that and um, just bring that joy that we were talking about, brings a meaning, things um, allows us to to face different, different, difficult moments, but to, to experience them differently. Uh, with that deep gratitude. Um, so we are able to hold different things together at the same time. And that is wondrous in itself. So it's interesting how the the main thing we we are thinking of to start to to start the shift, so to speak, is to just go back to our own childhood hearts, so to speak. Yes, I had um, students who were going to become future teachers. And at the end of the year, they organized this big party and they told me, um, we promise you, wherever we go, we have, um, we have woken up the child that had died in us. Oh. And we promise you, wherever we go, that we never let the child in our students die. One, one, one of my favorite, I don't, it's not even a quote, it's like um, reminding me about life is it's never too late for a happy and playful childhood. <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> so, so, so we can all, always find that in us because for, for, for most people it's still there. I mean, they're... Mm-hmm. 
it's so funny because it reminds me of a of a movie when I was like a teenage and the leader of the world was a baby. <laughs> I, saw, I saw you're like, okay, you're taking this too far, Adina. <laughs> no, no, the, the, the point of our whole discussion was we don't need anybody to rule the world. <laughs> exactly. You exactly. cannot rule the world in any case. Yeah. <laughs> the world is not to be ruled. I mean, come on, you cannot even rule your own children. Let's be real here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and maybe maybe that that's the that that that's the one thing to to remind ourselves about it's not about ruling and it's i i think what karimo was saying with being co-creators co-players co find me another word here i think it's all in Explorers. that <laughs> In that prefix, I think that's where the wisdom and the secret lies in that prefix that she added with the co, 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 mm-hmm. co, because it just includes uh, all of us equally. Yeah. Like, like, like we did it here in our podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope that our discussion has enticed a desire to create or to empower others to create, perhaps simply by being a team member during a project without the focus on the result. Maybe now you question the meaning of leadership or professionalism, noticing that most times it means playing a role, often as a means to control fear without lots of creativity and joy. But why miss on creativity and joy? Do we have to? What is the price that we pay when we do that? Share your comments, questions and ideas with Medu by emailing her directly at medu.einsiedler.at or engage with her on her social media on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. Stay tuned for our next episode. More insightful conversation coming soon.